It's time for Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. My name is Dane Golden, and today we have Jason Chicola of Rev.com. That's R-E-V.com. Welcome, Jason. Uh, Dane, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you for inviting me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, could you please tell us what Rev.com does? Sure. Uh, Rev is a marketplace for freelancers who work from home. Uh, today, they uh, transcribe audio, uh, caption video, and subtitle video. They do this with very high accuracy, and we serve uh, hundreds of thousands of small businesses, including uh, tens of thousands of video producers, many of whom work uh, on YouTube. And uh, many YouTube producers will use us to uh, caption their videos, uh, and those that have uh, probably larger production processes will, in some cases, transcribe the audio of raw footage and will use us in the editing process. So there's a lot of reasons why your um, why your listeners may be interested. But um, the, the way I would think about it for for your audience is, if you're producing an editing video, it's helpful to have a transcript. Right. If you're going to caption that, if, if you're going to publish that video on an online platform. You want to have a caption file. And if you want to distribute that video globally, you may want what we call a, a subtitle file, which basically is the translated caption file that might show your video in a foreign country. Now, let um, me. On those three, yeah. So, so let me just ask this because, uh, you know, I use this both with my clients and my own videos every day. I use your service several times a week. But, but could you explain why, particularly on YouTube, a manual captions is better than just going with whatever YouTube comes up with. So there's a bunch of reasons. Um, a lot of people these days are watching videos on their phone and in quiet areas where they can't hear that well. And many people turn the captions on and we have seen reports that uh, watch time tends to increase by 40% uh, when the sound is on. Now, YouTube does, as you point out, provide um, free transcripts, but they're very inaccurate. Uh, if you want a good laugh, just go on YouTube and type in YouTube caption fail, and you'll see ridiculous videos that show what YouTube comes up with. Um, if, if your listeners um, you know, have a larger audience and care about the quality of, 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 their, um, of, of their viewers' experience, uh, human captions are just uh, a lot better, and it leads to uh, longer watch times because uh, people can better understand the material. There's other reasons, but that's probably reason number one. And and I want to I want to understand because you know YouTube is a global market, and we help businesses with their content marketing for YouTube. Could you explain why doing an English caption? manually, or you call it a human caption with Rev or let's say some other service, but how can an English YouTube caption help with getting foreign language viewers or people who use YouTube as a second language or use, sorry, use English as a second language? Uh, great question. Um, there's, you know, a handful of, uh, there's a handful of reasons why captions are, are relevant. Let me just start with um, why captions were created in the first place, and then I'll connect. I'll answer your question. Yeah. Um, captions were designed for people who are hard of hearing. 
Um, and that could mean deaf or that could just mean uh, hearing impaired. And there's a surprising number of, of people in America, millions, that um, have better understanding of the material with the captions on. Now, that's, I would say, the original audience for whom captions were created. But there's many other audiences that benefit a lot from captions that are even larger than the hard of hearing audience. Um, immigrants or people that are overseas where English is a second language um, generally find it hard to understand spoken English, uh, especially if, if people will speak quickly, which happens a lot. So um, when I spend time with, say, for example, friends of mine whose parents are immigrants, what I find is they watch HBO in English, Game of Thrones, with the captions on. So people for whom English is a second language, I would say uh, close to a majority of them use the English captions to better understand the material. Um, that's a really big benefit to video publishers. To give you another example, um, lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A, is a right. big customer of ours. They caption every single video on their site with Rev. They've done it for almost five years. So, so just, just as an aside, so people know what lynda.com is if they don't, this is a huge educational and training website that was bought by LinkedIn by, for like a billion dollars or something. That's right. Yeah, LinkedIn bought it for $1.5 billion. And uh, they continue prior to the acquisition they used us. After the acquisition, they use us, us even more. And I've spent time with lynda.com's production team and asked them, why do you care about captions? And the number one thing they said is that we have customers all over the world and English is a second language. And if they publish a video without captions, they hear about it because those people mm -hmm. know that they can understand the content better with captions. So, so the, the, um, the foreign, whether it's uh, the, the foreign market or whether it's people in the United States for whom English is a second language, they benefit massively from captions. So you're talking uh, so lynda.com, I assume that they're on Wistia or Vidyard or some other proprietary platform, but as far as from the social video perspective, you know, we talked about YouTube, but you know, you also have video on Facebook now, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. How is our captioning is it evolving on these different social video platforms and how what can we see there and how is it used differently? Um, it, each platform is really different. I, I would say that um, in the last five years, uh, online video has grown by leaps and bounds and there's simply more places to watch video. Um, Facebook and Instagram, uh, platforms where video wasn't a big deal a couple of years ago are now making video um, a central priority. And uh, one of the reasons why the, these platforms are creating demand for captions is that people watch people use Facebook literally on the toilet, in line, in school, in meetings. Right. Okay. Right. And so these are all situations where um, playing sound on the toilet is a little weird. Playing mm -hmm. sound in a video in a meeting is a little weird. Um, playing it when you're in line at the grocery store is a little weird. In all of these situations. Uh, these platforms are figuring out that the right customer experience is to default to mute with the captions on. Now, that's not that's not how YouTube works because YouTube, there's a presumption on YouTube that when you go there, you're there to watch a video. When you go to Facebook, you're just killing time typically. Mm -hmm. So um, these platforms are creating much greater awareness of captions and 
the defaults and norms of when captions are used are changing depending on the platform. Now, I use uh, the captions after you guys transcribe them. I use them in two ways. I use them, one, as captions you know, built into the YouTube platform or sometimes Facebook or, or I think LinkedIn is offering that now. But, but also I take those captions and I morph that into a blog post and then I embed that video on the blog post because I think that's going to get twice as much SEO. I mean, it's, it's going to be seen one time on YouTube, but it's also going to be more searchable on a blog post. Have you seen people doing that now that you're making captions easier for people? Uh, a lot. And it's a rapidly growing trend. There's a couple things you said that I think are important. Um, so certainly you talked about SEO and traditionally, um, traditionally platforms like Google aren't great at dealing with uh, audio. Um, now having the transcript allows them to index it so that if you have, you know, a video about advertising, let's say, and you're talking about some new feature on AdWords, AdWords targeting, uh, your audience may be Googling the term AdWords targeting, which might be in the video, but not in the title of the video. So if, if one of your, uh, producers who listen to this wants to get more people looking at their videos, uh, you really do want to have the transcripts out there so that Google can index, so that customers can find the right content at the right time. Um, but I would say a different way to think of it. So, so one benefit is what, what we said, indexing for SEO. The other benefit is you want to you want your content to do double duty. You worked hard to make a video. Right. And, and um, I watch videos, but sometimes I'm not in the mood for a lot of reasons. I may be in a rush. There are some topics where uh, I'm kind of interested, but if it's a 10-minute video, I don't want to watch the video. I want to read a blog post about it. So um, giving your, your, your listeners and, and, and viewers the opportunity to choose, do I want to watch the video? Do I want to read the post? That's going to drive higher engagement. And as, as the guy running the channel, you don't know which one they're going to want, so you want to give them those options. Give them the options. So being able to double, um, you know, to do, do double duty with content is a great idea. Now, now, what is Rev trying to do differently with captions than other companies or services? What do you? How are you approaching it differently? Because you, you definitely are. Um, we make captions better, faster, and cheaper than anybody else. Uh, prior to our entry into the market, a typical price for captions would be. Uh, three to four dollars a minute. We charge one dollar per minute. Um, typical turnaround times for caption files would be uh, two to four days. Our typical turnaround on a caption file for a YouTube video, which is typically short, is two to four hours. Okay, our quality um, is quite good. Uh, we promise accuracy over ninety-nine percent. And if God forbid we make a mistake. We offer for free caption editing software so someone can go in and make a correction, change a word, even fix the timing. Um, so let me start with price. How, how and why is it that we are so inexpensive? Um, we have a network of over 30,000 people that work from home, and they use software that we've built that allows them to caption and transcribe files 
extremely efficiently, saving them time. Um, and other companies that operate in our space that compete with us, uh, they have much smaller networks and their software is not very good. Um, we started the business thinking that if we can save customers a lot of money, then they'll be loyal to us. But more importantly, they will caption and transcribe more content because um, things that are at $4 didn't make sense make a lot more sense when they're at $1. Yeah, they um, sure do. We're trying, to, we're trying to grow the market, and we see it happening. Um, if, if, if we only charge $4 a minute, we might be able to get broadcast customers. But the up-and-coming podcaster, the up-and-coming YouTuber um, with a small channel wouldn't be able to afford it. $1 expands the market, and, 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 we're, and we're loving that. Now, I want to talk a little bit about some of the features that I've noticed and interest me. Uh, one is about having people with different accents speaking. And, and you have this option where it can say, oh, someone with a southern dialect or someone with a British dialect um, or accent. Uh, why do you choose to offer these particular variations? And, and what have you found by offering it? Sure. So I'll say a couple of things about accents. Uh, the first thing I want to point out is that uh, our competitors will typically charge more for audio with accents, and we don't. Um, uh, but to answer your question specifically, um, we ask about accents because we want to do a good job on quality, and we give uh, our freelancers the opportunity to choose which audio they work on. And uh, some some transcriptionists or some captioners have no problem with accents, like say, for example, a Southern accents, whereas others do. We're giving them a heads up so they can choose the right jobs given their skills, preferences, and abilities. And what we have found is that the more, op the more information we can give them about the job, the more they're able to self-select the ones where they can do a great job. And so ultimately, everything we do uh, in this respect, is designed to give the customer better ultimate quality. And uh, I, I noticed that I think you're still doing this is that after somebody finishes, one of your team finishes a, a captions for me or a transcription, I, I can rate it. I think you're still doing that. And what, what happens with that rating? Does that mean if I give a low rating, that person gets fired? Or does that mean that that if I give a low rating that I won't get that person again? Or, you know, what's the goal of rating someone? There's a couple ways we use it. Um, first of all, as you, as you suspect, if you give someone a low rating, which we define as a one, two, or three on a five scale, our marketplace will prevent that person from ever claiming one of your jobs in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, and this actually can be a big deal because – uh, many customers, especially, let's say one of your your listeners has a hundred things in the, on the on hundred videos on YouTube. They create an account, they post a hundred videos. Somebody might see them and say, "Ooh, I like this topic," and want to go and do thirty of them. <laughs> and so, if you give them a bad rating, you are improving your experience by keeping that person from doing other content. Um, and what what happens is we might have a transcription or captioner who's quite good in general, but doesn't do quite as well in your content for whatever reason. Maybe they're not as good with the material or with your voice or the style of the audio. Um, conversely, if you give someone a five out of five, 
we let them know this person really liked your work and we encourage them to uh, mark your account as a favorite for them. And what that does is that gives them um, not quite preferential access, but that will then, um, when they log in, they will first see jobs from their favorite clients. So what we've done here through a somewhat soft mechanism is if you give somebody a five, they will probably favorite your you, and then there's a higher likelihood that they will do more of your work in the future. Um, the other thing we do beyond that is if someone, if you do get someone a low score, we have a person go investigate. So we have about 10 different quality control systems in place today. Um, nine of them are not visible to the customer. So even if you never rated, have no fear. We have tons of quality control working behind the scenes. The customer input is one additional input. We take it seriously. We look into it, but it's not strictly necessary. That said, um, I absolutely encourage customers to rate, maybe not all, but some of the jobs, because it absolutely will uh, lead, to, lead to better performance. Yeah, and that's interesting to me because uh, usually um, one of the things I like about having, as you say, human captions done, and particularly by you guys, is that there's a lot of times when you upload a video to YouTube and the automated captions will get the word wrong that's the new word or the very technical word that it is not in its dictionary, but that's the word you want to be found for on search. And I've been usually very impressed by your team just coming up with these very obscure words and sometimes even, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, some of the audio that I've sent you guys hasn't been that great and you've been able to decipher some words uh, by some speakers that I never would have found. And it's really been helpful to me. Uh, so I, it's good to know about that rating too, because occasionally somebody misses a word, or even if I've uh, uploaded it to sort of the, uh, there's an area where you can pre-describe words. If there is an error, it's nice to know that, you know, that person will just be assigned a different job with a different type of, of content. I'm not putting them necessarily out of work, but, um, but I, I really have appreciated it and, and thank you for a good quality product. How do people get Rev and, and subscribe to the service? Sure. So uh, customers can come to our, our website, rev.com. That's R-E-V.com. And uh, from there, they can order uh, captions by clicking the captions link at the top of our homepage. Uh, if if your customers have a YouTube channel, um, when they when they go to order captions, they'll note that there's uh, two ways to do it. Uh, if they want to get a single video caption, they can um, paste the URL of that video into the order box. But if they want to caption everything on a channel or if they want um, us to uh, put the caption file into YouTube, we have a YouTube integration, which um, is quite popular. It's used by many thousands of customers, and um, this is really what, what we recommend. Uh, you have to provide your YouTube credentials uh, through our service via the YouTube API, and then for whichever files you want captions for, um, we'll get them done, and rather than email you the captions, um, we will uh, upload the, the completed captions to YouTube. We will also email you to confirm that it's done, um, but that's probably the easiest way for your listeners to use us via that integration, which they will find if they go to rev.com, click captions, 
and then choose the, the button that says um, connect to YouTube. And that's, and that's very turnkey. What other websites and social media about you or Rev should people know about? Uh, I would point out our apps. Uh, we have um, three apps today. We have, so these apps, uh, we have one called the Rev Voice Recorder, which makes it easy to uh, record an in-person meeting and get it transcribed. Uh, we have a Rev Call Recorder, a different app that records phone calls. And we have an app called Temi, T-E-M-I, which can, uh, can record meetings and give you an automated transcript for only 10 cents a minute that's quite accurate. Well, I, I'm, I'll put the links to those apps in the show notes. I only knew about one of them, so we'll definitely do that. Jason, thank you so much for being on. Jason Chicola of Rev.com. Appreciate you being on. Dane, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And my name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Hey.com is about helping you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. How do you do this? By sharing your expertise. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Jason Chicola. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube and wherever you watch social video. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.